Welcome to Imperfect Nutrition. I'm your host, Stephanie, holistic nutritionist and trainer. In this podcast, we tackle the all or nothing mindset by providing an imperfect approach to your health and wellness. We empower you to embrace imperfection so you can become your most highest version of self. So fuck perfection and join us on this episode. And welcome to Imperfect Nutrition. I am your host, Stephanie, and today we're going to be talking about making peace with food. So, how did I make peace with food? So, if you didn't know, if you haven't been here before, uh, I used to struggle with an ED or an eating disorder. Sometimes when I say ED, oh my gosh, I'm just going to tell you something. Sometimes when I say ED, Paul thinks I'm talking about erectile dysfunction. Um, so, he's like, an ED, why do people keep talking about an ED? <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Anyways, this is a serious conversation, making peace with food. It's something that, you know, um, I have struggled with. A lot of my clients have struggled with. It's something that I'm really passionate about and kind of why I created Imperfect Nutrition because a lot of people think your nutrition has to be perfect. If you're not perfect and you don't have the discipline, then you're not going to get to the results that you want, right? So that's why, you know, my name is Imperfect Nutrition because Um, You know, I like to see how things are imperfect and there's beauty in imperfect. So, you know, there's a lot that we can learn from being imperfect, especially when it comes to nutrition, because I love messy. I love just going for it. That's like kind of how I am. I used to, I would say I'm a recovered perfectionist as well, you know, I used to like how I wanted things in like a certain order and if it wasn't, then why even bother doing it? If I messed up once, then, you know, um, it would be like, okay, well, I might as well just screw up everything, right? That all or nothing mentality, the black and white thinking. So something that I used to struggle a lot with and, you know, I, I see a lot of my clients struggle with too. So you do not need an eating disorder in order to, you know, struggle with food or have food issues um you know i think a lot of people actually struggled struggle with disordered eating in some sort of sense and this is like you know when we don't have regular meal times when we aren't really mindful when we eat you know things kind of in that nature so how was i able to kind of make peace with food and you know still do bodybuilding shows and and do all these things well i'm going to tell you one thing you know doing bodybuilding shows If you are struggling with something like food or you have an eating disorder or anything like that and you really struggle with binge eating or bulimia or anorexia or any of those types of things, you know, I wouldn't say go and do a bodybuilding show because if you do that, you're kind of just covering up the fact, not covering up the fact, but you're covering up something with another thing and you're not really getting down to the root cause right where i do think that bodybuilding can help with like discipline and learning about yourself but there does come kind of this this time when you know especially for myself if i can just talk about myself for one second when do i not but um you know for me when I was doing the these things I was kind of covering up the fact or I would go into a bodybuilding show or prep or a dieting phase just so that I could ignore the fact that I was struggling with this thing because it gave me some sense of control right and I think you know as as a you know a recovered perfectionist that's what I'll call it um you know going into bodybuilding something that you know creates that precise that discipline you know giving it your all um 
can kind of just attract those type of people, right? So let's kind of get into how we can actually make peace with food and, you know, be able to mindfully eat, not be worrying about every single gram of rice or protein that we put in our body, okay? So the first thing that I would say is if you're struggling with food, I would probably delete my fitness pal. Yep, I'd probably delete my fitness pal now, 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 now. I know that's probably really super triggering for some people and that might not be the best thing for everyone, you know, but tracking your food, you know, could give you a peace of mind of how much you're eating, right? And that's sometimes something, a method that I use. But if it comes to a point where we're tracking every little thing and we're worrying about it and we can't eat anything unless we put it into my fitness pal first, you know, I do think this is kind of a... a red flag in a sense, right? Where we can't go out and flexibly eat and do these things and it's not the end of the world, right? Another thing that I would say is if you're not ready to delete MyFitnessPal yet, <laughs> something that we can do is maybe stop weighing everything, right? Not weighing everything. And that means even yourself, your body, not constantly weighing yourself because, you know, if you're eating more food, naturally, you know, there's going to be more food in your gut, you know, your body's going to change a little bit. And seeing that number on the scale or whatever could be very triggering in a sense and make you not make the decisions that you want to, because you're worried about how it's going to reflect on the scale. So we're moving the scales out of your house, the food scales and the, you know, weighing the body scales as well. Um, the next thing I kind of did was, you know, when I went to the store, instead of like always looking at the back of it and being like, what is the lowest calorie option I can get? Which one is the most macro friendly or the, you know, the, the best for to fitting my macros or whatever, um, uh, you know, or even like almost like fantasizing about how much could I eat of this and it would be comparable to this or whatever, right? What I, what I did is I stopped looking at food labels. It's like, I'm telling you everything that, you know, diet culture tells you not to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should be, you should be looking at everything. You should be tracking everything. And like, yes, to an extent, but when we're really struggling with these issues, right? Something that I stopped doing for a bit was I stopped looking at the back and seeing what is the lowest calorie option that I can get. Now, when I'm in a bodybuilding show and I have these certain types of goals, you know, this is, very different, right? But when I was trying to make peace with food, when I was trying to recover from my eating disorder, I would not go for the lowest calorie option. I just looked for the option. So if I was getting yogurt instead of looking for the triple zero one, you know, of Greek yogurt, I would just look at, oh, that flavor sounds really good. And not looking at the back of it and not, you know, thinking like, oh, how is this going to fit into my calories or my macros for the day, right? So that's another thing that I kind of did is like picking the higher calorie option. not going for the low fat or the zero sugar type of stuff. I would go for, you know, the the higher calorie option because I wasn't tracking my food at this time, right? Another thing that I find that was really helpful and I think if you're trying to make peace with food and you're someone that struggles with these things is I would I would honestly stop actively trying to diet and lose weight because if you're trying to actively diet and lose weight and you're trying to make peace with food and you know maybe you're struggling with binge eating or maybe like a really bad eating disorder or just you know feeling really shameful or guilty around food and not feeling so great and always like obsessed about it then you know I would say stop actively dieting um for some of my clients what I really like to do is I really like to make sure that we're eating enough through the day because I do find that some people 
they chronically undereat, especially women. I don't know why. I don't know why. Why are we always chronically undereating? Um, so for sometimes, you know, it's like this is your calorie goal, but this means it's your minimum, your minimum calorie goal. So if we're going to be tracking and I'm going to make sure that we're, you know, getting in enough calories just to support all these workouts and all the things that we're doing, then, you know, what I like to do is is have a minimum calorie goal. So I'm like, I don't care if you go over but this is the minimum amount of calories that you're allowed to eat. All right. So we, we bring it up slowly. We bring it up slowly and, you know, we don't worry about, you know, oh my gosh, I went over like 200 calories. It's okay. It's fine. You know, this is our minimum calorie goal. And then I also really like to prioritize the protein because protein is going to help you in so many ways. And I've talked so much about protein and the advantages of it. So those are some things that I like to do if we're not ready to, um, you know, stop the tracking, right? So the next thing that I, I really liked to do with my clients and even for myself when I was struggling with food and trying to make peace with it is, again, stop actively trying to diet. And the second thing is focus on my strength goals instead of my body composition or what my body looks like. Focusing on my strength and hitting PRs and doing these things and taking the pressure off of what is the scale saying, right? So I think that's very helpful. And you're probably thinking, how is this going to relate to making peace with food well because it does because the reason why you're not making peace with food is because you don't have peace with your body right so you know being able to you know focus on other things that are great for your health so getting stronger you know and um feeling more energized just feeling great throughout the day having this clear energy because you're fueling yourself properly right the next thing I would say is if we are still tracking and we cannot break up with my fitness pal just yet, <laughs> which is totally fine. Like I, like I said, you know, <laughs> taking my fitness pal right off, you know, um, could be super triggering and you might not be ready for that. But something that we can do is making sure we get at least minimum 500 calories per meal. And I find that, you know, when we are struggling with food or we're having a hard time, you know, we're always trying to go for the lowest calorie, trying to make the smallest type of meals and they're like 100 or 200 calories. And honestly, that's not enough for me. When I eat about 500 calories plus in a meal, that's when I feel satisfied. I actually feel, I, I found out that I feel really satisfied between the 500 to 700 calorie not all the time but like that was like kind of my range right if I ate less than that I was not feeling good and this is just for me personally but you know having that goal of a minimum of 500 calories when you eat a meal I think is is a really good starting point especially if you are a woman you're a little bit on the smaller side um or even if you're not on the smaller side I've seen people that are way bigger than me eating like these little stupid meals or like only eating like a thousand calories a day it's absolute insanity like even if you ate three meals a day of 500 calories that's still only 1500 calories and that's that's quite not a lot some of my goal with some of my clients especially my female clients is um you know being able to reverse diet and get up to the 2000 calorie mark getting up to that 200 carb mark like that feels amazing when we get up to those 200 carbs you know we're eating enough we have lots of different choices and variety and we realize that carbs aren't scary carbs are a necessity carbs give us strength carbs gives us energy carbs make us happy i'm so happy when i eat a bunch of carbs right and then the last thing i would say is you know have you ever heard that quote um we we don't uh we don't live to eat we eat to live well i'm telling you right now that's bullshit <laughs> because 
I love eating, right? I enjoy eating. And instead of looking at eating as this is going to be a body composition change, if I eat this, this is going to be bad, or this is going to be good, this is going to affect my body in whatever way. I'm eating it because it tastes good. And I'm enjoying it. And I'm being in the moment and I'm being present. And that kind of gets me into my last point of, you know, being mindful around food. And the way you become mindful around food is practicing this every single time you eat. Trust me, your digestion is going to be better. You're going to have less stress around food and you're actually going to enjoy the food that you eat. So the way that we practice mindful eating is eating a lot slower, chewing our food, um, and, and also, you know, not having any distractions while we eat. Because a lot of us will be on YouTube just watching mukbangs and just eating a shit ton of food and not even realizing, right? And that's another dangerous thing that I find is those... Um, you know, kind of like the food porn, right? And I, I know I see a lot of competitors get into it and it's it's because you're not eating a lot, right? So you're fantasizing about food and you start watching cooking shows and all this thing and you're like, why am I so obsessed? Because your body is literally deprived. So, you know, if you didn't get anything out of this, I would say the top things to do for if you wanna make peace with food is one, be in a surplus of calories for a period of time don't weigh yourself while you're doing this because it's triggering as fuck. And then the next thing is, you know, to actually just like enjoy your meals, right? So being mindful, eating in a surplus and like just drop the scale, don't have the scale and really just enjoy your food and enjoy the experience. All right, guys, I'm going to leave it here. Thank you so much for being on. And if you enjoyed this and you found this valuable, please share with someone else. But I all hope you have a fantastic Monday and we crush the rest of the week. And happy peak week to my clients. Bye. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, comment, and share with your friends. And if you wanted to do some online coaching with me, you can DM me on Instagram. That is at a step above the rest. Make sure you put an F with the step. Thanks guys.